Ready? <laughs> Welcome to the Dual Citizen Podcast. Ready? Welcome to the Dual Citizen Podcast. One, two, three. Welcome, welcome to the Dual Citizen Podcast. Does that work? Hello and welcome to the Dual Citizen Podcast. My name is Anna Claire Novelet, and since January of 2020, I have been your host on this show. Today we are letting the chapter close for the Dual Citizen and I'm sending you out with a commission. I love looking back at where this all began. 20 months ago, let's see, I was a sophomore in college, so full of curiosity and passion, which are two things I hope I never lose. And for about a year before I finally produced the first episode, I had been thinking and dreaming about this idea that I felt was truly God-given. Creating a place to discuss how our earthly and heavenly citizenships interact. I had so many questions, and I knew those around me did too, because people were asking me questions that I did not know the answer to. What kind of social justice is biblical? How do I decide who to vote for? What does pro-life really mean? Where do our opinions and stances come from, and how do we form our own? How can we stand for racial justice, and where do we even start? Should I still care about politics, even if it's not my thing? Why is America so polarized? How do I disagree but not lose a friendship? Who is my neighbor and how can I show them I care? So these are all the questions that you've asked and that we've talked about together and we've been given some amazing people to talk through these questions with. We may find ourselves now with more questions than answers, I think I do, but I truly believe that stopping to think and learn is a great place to start when it comes to faithfully engaging as a dual citizen. So the founding mission has stayed the same, but in my life, I have learned and grown and changed a lot throughout the lifespan of this podcast. Last year, we condensed our mission statement to three facets, which you've heard me say a million times. Realize your influence, understand your civic responsibility, and reflect Christ in your community. Why? Why do I keep repeating this? Well, this statement reflects my main takeaway from every conversation we've had whether it's been with a nonprofit leader, a scholar, or a pastor. And that's this. Being faithful means doing what you can where you are. So a lot of people actually who have been in the public square for much longer than I have, have also come back to this conclusion. Being faithful means doing what you can where you are. For example, Bill Haslam is a former governor of the state of Tennessee, and he wrote an essay and later a book called Faithful Presence. He argues that faith can be a healing and unifying aspect of the public square, but only if people, if Christians and people of faith form their politics based on their faith instead of using faith as a tool to accomplish their political goals. He reiterates that influence comes from day-to-day action. Faith lived out that produces good fruit in local communities is attractive to others. So this is the grounding truth that I've come to believe, that changing the world starts with God and his mercy and allowing him to change your heart. Then mercy overflows to compassion for others that compels us to pray and act on behalf of vulnerable, marginalized, and unjustly treated brothers and sisters. So for me, my interests and opportunities have led me towards policy. But what are yours? 
What are your interests and what opportunities do you have at work, at school, and in your neighborhood to put others first? So this is realizing your influence, and it is step one in the life of a dual citizen. So what about understanding your civic responsibility? Well, this is a question that I've had, and and I think it just comes back to knowing that that the public square is a place where we have the opportunity to to look at people who are really wanting to change the world and who know that something is wrong and something could be better and they want to change that through policy and action and all these these good things but they're missing the the one who is ultimately going to redeem the earth and that is Jesus Christ. So 1 Peter 2:9 this is what this is what we founded the dual citizen on. First Peter 2.9 is Peter writing to the church, a ragtag group of Gentiles and Jews, uh, kind of like us. And he says, you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. This is our opportunity in the public square to proclaim the excellencies of God who is calling us out of darkness, out of the present evil age into his marvelous light that changes everything about our lives and the way the way we get to enjoy this life. So if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, you are part of a different brand of people and a different brand of Americans who have been called out of darkness, literally adopted into the family and kingdom of God. And then we get to proclaim what he has done for us to the world around us who is hurting and stuck in darkness that is uh, stuck in the darkness that is the result of our sin condition. So what about action? What about reflecting Christ in your community? I think that you know what I'm going to say that that action and our commission is to to proclaim Jesus as the one who we can hope in no matter what is going on in the world through a pandemic, through wars, through so much uncertainty about how this world's going to turn out. And I'll give you the same commission Jesus left with us until he returns. He didn't tell us to really go change the world and make sure everyone um, has what they need. He didn't tell us to take on the burden of, of the biggest global events and find a way to fix them. He simply says this, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to do all I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always, even to the end of the age. That's Matthew 28, 19, and 20. So friends, if you share the good news of Jesus's kingdom that is coming, that will endure forever, that is so much bigger than the things, the biggest things we're facing right now, if you share that with one person, one friend, or one family member, you have changed the world, and God will use that seed that you've planted to change a heart. I hope you'll remember to prioritize this first over changing anyone else's opinions, especially when it comes to politics. I hope you'll remember to view yourself as a dual citizen, 
knowing that you will look very strange to the world if you follow Jesus. I hope you'll have compassion on those with whom you disagree, with whom you're frustrated, and seek to care for their soul first by introducing them to Jesus rather than seeking to change their opinions. I hope your neighbors know you as someone who will always welcome them in. I totally believe in you and the gifts God has given you to reflect and point to him. One more thing. This is, this is another kind of encouragement from Paul, and he's speaking to the church in Galatia, and this is Galatians 1, 3 through 5. He says, Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, to rescue us from the present evil age according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thanks so much for being part of this journey. I think we've really, I've been so encouraged and I hope that you know that you're not alone in wanting to change the world, um, but that you're also totally equipped to do that right where you are. I hope you will realize your influence that is so specific to you and the way God created you. I hope you will live out your civic responsibility as a way to share the hope of Jesus. And I hope you will reflect Christ in your community right where you are with the people that he's put in front of you. Thanks so much again. I've had so much fun with this. And yeah, grace and peace to you from our Lord Jesus Christ.